This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. You are listening to a Money Monday episode. How can you hope to grow your wealth with humility? And you can hope to grow your wealth with humility. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the uh, the common thought that some of where I came from in my Christian experience was that poverty equaled humility, mm. and it, it doesn't have to. Mm. Um, that that it is possible to grow your both your spiritual wealth, your financial wealth, your family wealth, all mm. all forms of wealth with humility. Mm. Uh, it's very possible. Uh, scripture actually uh, describes many cases of where this was happening. It also describes others where where people's wealth went to their head and it went against them, right? <laughs> I saw a meme the other day and it said, imagine you invite Jesus over to your house for lunch <laughs> and then you repent, you give half of everything that you have away and you commit that you're going to follow the Lord and then you are encapsulated in time as a wee little man was he. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're just thinking Dude, about For the all humility. children's songs. For all. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. For he all. climbed up in a sycamore tree to see what he could see. Oh, man. So you are now encapsulated in time as a wee little man because of your repentance. The, the, you know, the humor of that to me is that I don't remember a lot of children's songs because I wasn't raised in church, but that one stuck with me. <laughs> I guess really what happened is that his humility has been encapsulated for eternity yeah. because it's a wee little man. So. <laughs> you ever stop to think that, uh, so the rich young ruler, because of his unwillingness, has been Jesus a- said, well, your salvation is dependent on you giving everything away. Yeah. But Zacchaeus, because he was willing... He gave you only half give, away. You only got to give half. And <laughs> got salvation, and Jesus entered in and, 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 and yeah, had and supper with him. He forgave him instead of looking at him and saying, like, your salvation. You don't have a problem with money anymore. Your <laughs> salvation is like a camel trying to go through the eye of a needle. <laughs> I think it goes to the heart. Yeah, I think it does, too. <laughs> Sorry. I just, we were talking about it in that meme. Oh, that's hilarious. My head. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So here's a, a passage of scripture that um, I come back to very often. And I think the reason I come back to this passage of scripture so often is that I'm an American. And I, and I recognize that as an American, um, I live better than 99.9% of the world. Mm. Um now, if I'm an American making minimum wage, I think I live better than about 90% of the world. Mm. If I'm an American on welfare, I think I probably make, I think I do better than about maybe 85% of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it like, I would always help me the stories. I, I met a guy that was saved in a Russian, a, a crusade that um, uh, Pastor Larry's church did in Russia, and he's now in America. And he was just telling me a story. It was a great story, but. He's telling me, like, in Russia, they don't have a welfare system. This is this back some decades ago, but he said the, the poor just die in the sewers. They mm-hmm. they go in the sewers in the winter to not freeze to death, but then they die in the sewers. 
um, and uh, because they don't have a, a social welfare system. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, 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 so in America to be, uh, to be homeless, you are wealthier than some 85% of the world. I'm just yeah. throwing those figures out. Um, and then if you travel a little bit, you do discover that that's, you do have more money than, mm-hmm. than they do, more, more stuff than they do. Um, so uh, 1 Timothy 6, verse 17 through 19, teach those who are rich in this world. Now, when you read that, just put in there the world, teach those who are Americans. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, maybe America won't be this way 200 years from now, but it is today. Mm-hmm. Okay, to be American is to be rich. Mm-hmm. Um, so teach those who are Americans uh, not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. That always um, helps me because the number one problem with accumulating wealth is that so often it goes to your head. Mm. Once you got your needs met, it goes to your head. Mm. And pride enters in there and then pride stands between you and God. So Paul looked at this and said, well, um, the churches that he was working with are established enough that the wealthy were starting to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually the church starts with the poor um, and then uh, and the poor in spirit and whatnot. But then as it gets established, the wealthy start becoming a part of it. Well, Paul's churches were established now. The Ephesian church was more established um, and the wealthy were now involved. So Paul is giving uh, some remedies for their wealth. And what he's saying is the simple remedy is that if you are a person of wealth, you need to give pretty extravagantly because mm. this is going to be your vaccination against yeah. the poison yeah. of wealth. Yeah. It, it, of what wealth, how, how wealth prevents mm. people from uh, attaching to the gospel yeah. of Jesus Christ. So um, Americans, this is our number one problem, is that we have so much wealth. We have medicine yeah. that nobody else has. Yeah. We have uh, a social welfare system that nobody ha- nobody else has. Uh, we This is the land of opportunity. It doesn't matter race. It doesn't matter religion. It doesn't matter creed. You can be successful in America. And we have so much giving that even our homeless populations are well, well taken care of. And all of this is because the wealth just oozes, financial wealth oozes from America, but it causes the number one problem with the gospel is that we're not as hungry for the gospel. Mm. So Paul's solution is give, yeah. give some more yeah. and give, give more is, and so, um, because in the giving, it seems to remedy the problem of pride, mm. um, Curious. Let's go into the the whys of human nature that we think that that works so well. Why does um, uh, uh, your average American, that if you can get them sacrificially giving, not just giving, sacrificially giving, mm. giving until it hurts a little bit, why is that so effective at at, um, at putting a defense against pride? Yeah, I think. Um 
you know, pride leads to destruction. You can read through whole sections of Proverbs and see. Or read Bible stories. The results. Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rough. <laughs> or I think about the parable of the guy who had so much wealth that he kept building a bigger silo to hold his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another bigger silo. And then an angel comes to him and says, do you not know that you're A bigger savings account, yeah. another savings account. <laughs> your, another, yeah. your very life will be required uh-huh. of you tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, that hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, um, you know, you, you think about uh, how easy it is, you know, the, I'm trying to think of a good way to say this, the reverse of pride, although it is the same issue as often. Which, by the way, should be the nightmare of every yes. American. Yeah. Is that we would succeed in accumulating our wealth. Yeah. But when the, when the angel comes and says your very life is demanded of you this night, mm. you have not accumulated mm. enough wealth in heaven. Yeah. That should be the nightmare of an American. Yeah. And we can remedy that nightmare. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I, what I was saying is the reverse of of pride is insecurity, but it's the same issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the flip side. That's the debt issue in America mm. is where we have insecurities. And so we throw our money that's not ours at mm, it, uh, yeah with the okay, same issue. right yeah but scripture tells us in matthew 5 blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven and so if we can get to you know a, a humble place in our relationship with the lord where it's a my money's not enough my accomplishments aren't enough mm. my personality is not enough my influence isn't enough None of these things are enough without the presence of God being involved, mm. without the Lord empowering the efforts that we're putting forward. If we can get into that position, then we become poor in spirit and we are given the kingdom of God. It's a reflection of Matthew 6 um, when it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all it, these things will be added. Let me ask you do. a question. Yeah. Do you believe that a person can actually... uh, develop their selves as to become poor in spirit by giving. Yes. So you take a person that isn't poor in spirit, therefore they struggle, but by giving they can make themselves poor in spirit. I know an individual who has had so many successful businesses that they probably have lived the business success of about 20 people. (laughs) 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 But this, this person's desire... It was never really to make all that money. Mm. His desire is that he would personally, through his ministry, see a million people saved. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I would say that that person has accomplished being poor in spirit. And and the comedy of it is that this person then offends other pers- people. <laughs> with his being poor in spirit. <laughs> with his being poor in spirit. It, it's because his humility is offensive to them it, because they <laughs> they see his success and then his humility Lord help us them. oh god yeah. we need help yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know here's the thing is that I, uh, the passage is worthy for every one of us in america to read uh first timothy 6 17 through 19 because paul is paul was very very intentional about saying 
to people that are successful in finances, mm -hmm. you need to become mm -hmm. sacrificial givers because yeah. this is how you're going to build treasure in heaven and get these results that, yeah. that these spiritual results you're looking for. Yeah, I, I I'm trying to look at it from this way. This is my my personal yeah. development that I've got going on. So the Lord talked to me probably. Oh, it's probably been about a year. Uh, I'm a journaler, and uh, it was a look back at your journal, Jared, and, and and this is how I pray. When is the last time that you prayed for other people outside of your family <laughs> or a cause outside of your family? And it yeah. was few and far between. And I yeah. realized, man, my relationship with the Lord is really based on blessings Yeah, yeah. Um, and me pursuing those things. Well, apply that same thing uh, to your finances. Mm -hmm. When's the last, like, if you were to look at your giving, mm -hmm. what would that look like compared to what you spend on yourself? Right. Um, and I know that people can fall into a legalistic mindset with that mm -hmm. really fast. Yeah. But it revealed a heart problem that I had yeah. um, for me. And so I think that's a healthy perspective for us to have as Americans yeah. is to look at it from that angle. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.